Okay, let me push that button that I need to push. Let me get to my handy dandy timer. There we go. All right. We're not going to do a countdown. We're just going to jump right into it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So there it is. We're ready. Yay! Yay! I doubted Eric Stahl 1000%. He proved me wrong. He proved me wrong. It's always nice to be proved wrong. We have to talk about everything that happened, but first we have to acknowledge this. John Tavares. I'm hoping yes. that he's okay, because the last we heard, he was yeah. transported to the hospital. I didn't have a chance to uh, look into uh, any other tweets about what happened, but um, what a horrific accident that oh was. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. For those that he's weren't... Stable. Yeah, okay. He is? He's stable. He's being treated for a concussion, um, but he is not being released yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's alert. He's conscious as well. Not being, lost, I heard. not being not being released. The thumbs up on the way out, which yes, he like, did. Having mobile arms and hands and everything was a really good sign. Now, for those that didn't watch the game for whatever reason, uh, a play had developed. Uh, John Tavares has the puck. Ben Sherrod gives him a hit. It was a little bit of an askew hit. I'm sure there's going to be some you know discussion about the legality of that hit, but in the moment and at the time, deemed a reasonable hit. Tavares, um. Does a swirly, falls down. Unfortunately, he falls down into the path of Corey Perry. Now, who tried Corey to jump Perry, over him. Who did yeah. try to jump over him. Because it was either that or literally run him over with skates. Um, yeah. Perry was flying. He was going to join the back check to help out the Habs on defense. And what happened is that uh, Tavares' head just happened to be right where Corey Perry's knee was. And it was a collision that just rocked it. Um, Tavares was out, practically out on the ice, tried to get up and did not get up, practically fell over himself. It was so woozy. And it was um, both uh, the Leafs and the Habs uh, medical teams were on the ice for him. Uh, Got him on a stretcher. It was was serious, serious uh, bit here. So he had to be stretchered off the ice. But as Veronica said, uh, he did give the thumbs up, so we are giving all the best to John Tavares because that was a horrific-looking uh, bit of a bit of a hit there. And um, yeah, so that's um, it kind of set the pace for the second period because the Leafs came back hard in that. But now to talk about the game, Habs Leafs right out right off the the the. First face-off, Habs are playing the least physical. They are finishing almost every single hit that they can lay on a Leafs player. And Leafs couldn't keep up to that. At least not until the second period where the Leafs got a bit of their mojo back. Um, But let's talk about scoring. Low scoring game, low event game because they were playing each other just... They're, they're at each other's throats with the physicality there. Uh, first goal is a uh, Eric Stahl pass to Josh Anderson, who split the D, outran both of them clean oh, yeah. for a shot on Campbell. Um, and, uh, well, you know, he made it. 
So it's one nothing Habs. Second period, I think it comes... Is, how did that all work out for... Was it Hyman that scored? No, Nylander. Oh, was it Nylander? Or Nylinder, according to one of the uh, people on Sportsnet. Um, <laughs> so, wow, uh, yeah. yeah, so Willie Nee uh, was the beneficiary of a bad bounce in front of uh, Carey Price, and he just, you know, tapped it in, and there it is. Um, by all accounts, preventable goal, because it was just luck at that point. Yeah, so it's goal. It is, it is a tied game from the second period-ish until late in the third when the Leafs are on their third or fourth power play of the night. And, I mean, each team had a number of power plays. Um, I think the Habs end up having... Oh, wait, I'm about to pull it up right now. Of course, I don't have it up yet. Uh, the Habs had five power plays. We're going to fucking talk about this however the Leafs had four power plays and didn't score on any of them none of them but the Habs did some great work by Armia in the uh, defensive zone you know squirts a puck out against the boards and Paul Byron after Burmers meet me gets into the zone guy you know interferes with him I forget who was covering him but you know desperate play I gotta stop Paul Byron Paul Byron trips. Oh, God, the play is over. Au contraire. No, it's not. Byron sliding <laughs> on his knees, gets the puck on his stick, and gets a nice little wrist, uh, a little snapshot from his knees into the goal. Shorty for Pauly Boy Iron. Incredible like, goal. My music. It is his music. Holy <laughs> crap. Just nuts. Absolutely gorgeous goal. My... That was really pretty. My, uh, yeah, my, my phone blew up from people, you know, on my rejects team that were like, if I ever scored a goal like Paul Byron just scored, I would hang up my skates. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty damn good. Because it's crazy. There's so much going on in that moment, physics-wise, that's just extraordinary. Yeah. Going further into the third period, Habs get, a, get themselves a power play because the Leafs chucked up over the freaking glass for the third time in the game. I'm sure Steve Dangle is going to have a talk about that. Uh, so the Habs have their power play. Uh, they're, they're not able to score, but it was a great-looking power play. Finally. God damn it. Uh, play resumes, and then Philip Deneau trips and ends up tripping another Leafs player, which I can... I was like, oh, come on, but I, I get it. So this is in the last three minutes of the third period. Habs are up by one. Leafs are on the power play. The Leafs are 5-75 on their power play, including the regular season. And, uh, well, Habs held it off, even with the empty net. So a 6-on-4 for a while, then 6-on-5. Habs went for the empty net a few times, couldn't get it. And eventually the last, uh, honestly, the last few seconds, three seconds left. Dano wins the faceoff, ends the game 2-1 Habs. Take the the season, yeah, you know, the series lead at one nothing. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? I do it. We did. Who would have thought? See if I love you, but you're not Paulian. I was saying it in in the last episode on Tuesday night. It's like the the, the it, 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 it's strange how 
nobody seems to get that it's a clean slate when it's a new season and everybody that was coming back healthy and rested all of like super key players. And, um, I mean, Leafs fans would, will probably point to the fact that Tavares got injured in the first period, um, for the Habs winning, but it's just like, if you look at the stats, um, (laughs) the Habs, the hits stat, the Habs had 55 and the Leafs had 27. Yeah, that was, uh, that is outrageous discrepancy. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Sheldon O'Keefe is going to be talking about that with his team. So expect Saturday night to be a humdinger of a game. So I'm sure that they something. were expecting this, this kind of a hitting game though. And if they weren't, they're stupid. Never know. Momesso, Momesso was saying that the in the series um, when he was a Canuck, when they were in when the year that they made it to the finals, I think um, that was their game plan. Just hit the shit out of them, and eventually, you know, by game three or whatever, they're going to get worn down. If if the Leafs weren't expecting a physical game, that's really poor preparation. Yeah, that's on them. I'm yeah. just opening up the lineup because there was some interesting lineup stuff. Something I've never seen the Habs do before, not especially in the playoffs. Weber and Merrill on the third pairing. Weber's minutes were managed. They had Petrie and Edmondson up in the, up against the uh, Matthews line, and then Kulak and Sherratt as the uh, second pairing for the Habs to you know make up the difference. And by all accounts, the D looked fine. I yep. couldn't. I couldn't really fault anything aside from, uh, I mean, uh, the goal against Sharat kind of uh, uh, got into Carey's field of vision. But again, the puck bounced off someone off a shot, and it just happened to land right on Nylander's stick. Yeah. And it's like, so there it is. Um, it's just dirty. Yeah, and then further to that, Eric Stahl is the player now. He played the way that. I'm sure a lot of Habs fans were expecting him to play. I know I was expecting it. He got that overtime goal against Edmonton like three years ago. And then today, up until today, it's like, what is Eric Stahl doing at any point at any time of a game? And then tonight happens. And it's like, oh, Eric Stahl is actually decent at hockey. He wasn't Corey Perry decent, but he was quite decent. Uh, Poor example. Uh, let's see here. Um, Eric Stahl, 50-50 on uh, face-offs. Deneau was 56 at a, you know, 56%. Uh, Byron did a few draws, uh, 50%. A couple draws. Jake Evans with an 80% on the draw. Thank God for that. Gallagher took a, took two draws, 50%. Suzuki with a 48. That's not terrible. And then um, one other surprise. Oh, Josh Anderson. 100% on the dot. Our horse. Oh, yeah. Who would have thought? What a goal by him. That oh, was a great Lord. goal, too. Incredible. It is just... Both of the Habs goals were skill goals. Yes, they were. Very skill goals. And speaking about skill, since Toronto has a plethora of it, apparently, Carey Price was, yes. was Carey Price today. Gosh, he just... He made it just look like he was playing, like, a kid's game. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, goodbye. And there were two or three, like, diehard chances yeah. for the Leafs that, you know, Carey Price stoned. Now, um, Eric Engels, I think, it was either Eric Engels or Arpin Bazu, uh, 
tweeted that uh, the Marlies have scored more on Carey Price this month than the Maple Leafs. <laughs> and um, that is technically true. I love it. Yeah. Technically true. Yeah. Technically so there it is. But yeah, by all accounts, which, go for it. Saying, which, so my mom, her Hi, favorite mom. player is Gasperi Kotkaniemi. My mom says hello, everybody hello. Hi. My mom is Gasperi Kotkaniemi. But, and she, she, does not, she does not own a journey of, jersey of his yet. But when she saw that there would be Carey Price Rocket jerseys available, she bought one. Nice. Oh, cool. That's really cool. It's going to be a Carey Price Rocket jersey. And <clears throat> funny awesome. enough, Brennan Gallagher, number 17 on uh, the Rocket. Apparently that, that was, was his, his number on the Bulldogs. His AHL number. Yeah, back in the day, too. So that's funny that they kept that and whatnot. So I, I thought like that was that. pretty cool. That was yeah. That was and cool. Speaking of. Uh, that was Brendan's first game back since his injury. And I mean, he looked okay, but he wasn't quite yet Brendan Gallagher. So just you wait until he becomes yeah. Brendan yeah, Gallagher. See. And he gets a cut on the same spot on his cheek every year. It's so I mean, Brendan Gallagher. But it, like my little brother, he he had a birthmark right there. It just like a little like strawberry stain. Um, and it wasn't super noticeable, really, but it was just like, it was just there. But every time I see Brendan Gallagher, he's like, oh, let me have a cut at a thing right here. <laughs> and Brendan Gallagher and my brother have very similar personalities, I feel like. So I'm just like, yeah, yeah, rub some dirt <laughs> in it, it'll be fine. <laughs> That's awesome. right. So a comparatively rather quiet night for Brendan Gallagher. And like, once he wakes up, like, watch out, you know? Uh, who else didn't we see too much from? Uh... Suzuki was all right. Like, who who are the people? A lot of people are crapping on Tatar, and I'm still like, I don't I don't understand that that aspect of it. No, I don't understand. I stopped looking at my phone after after um after Sharat took the penalty. Yeah. Oh, because that's the narrative. So mad uh, because it's just like, oh, Sharat's gonna totally cost us a series. I'm like, what? He just took a penalty. And then after Nylander scored, oh, game over. Like, I can't, I can't with that shit. I can't and, anymore. And Sherratt wasn't even doing it. I mean, okay, yes. Okay, he did shove Austin Matthews. Yeah, but Austin Matthews cross-checked him first. That happened. And I think it was Zach Hyman had his neck, oh, I mean, his arm around Ben Sherratt's neck. Like, there's, so, so, as Veronica and, said, the playoffs are a clean slate. Yeah. You should never expect any call at, any point in the playoffs there was a lot of yeah. stuff that you know they let a lot of stuff go in Fair the enough. first period easily some of the stuff that they did call i was like what really but yeah but you know that just goes hand in hand with it all too that it's when it's playoff hockey it's the the rules are not modified but they're thank god the puck modified. over glass rule isn't isn't um up for debate because holy yeah. shit yeah, that three was like the Habs did that like two months ago, I think, like two yeah. or three times. And I think it was all Ben Sherratt <laughs> that did them all <laughs> because, you know, Sherratt had that had that time where he was just like penalty, 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 penalty. It's like Jesus. Now, OK, since we're talking about penalties, man, they got to they got to figure out the power play. Like, it's just it's the playoffs. Did you? Yeah. You, you got to do something. No. Cause literally, cause they were just like hanging out. Like it was a, it was the end of, it was a dance at the end of Napoleon Dynamite. And I tweeted like, you can't just vibe on the power play. You got to do something. Like they can't even, they can't even get into the zone 
Well, the freaking dump in. The only the only player I think, you know, okay, I'm trying to think of the five power plays we had. The one or two clean entries we had was like one to Foley skating breakneck against the boards to get into the zone. And the other one was um was Tatar breaking through the center. Yeah. And he got that backhanded pass to Armia, who couldn't like convert on the uh, on his own backhand, you know. So, oh, that chance for Armia. Yeah, that would have been so. I was so frustrated sweet. after that. Yeah, that would have been sweet. But um, either way, wanna, oh yeah. I want to mention something. Yep. Shea Weber looked really good. Shea Weber looked he fine. Was... Yeah, like as in good, like more he than looked, fine. He's fine, yeah. More than fine. If they could have got him the puck on the power play, like with a decent pass, he would have left it, let it rip. Because we didn't really see much of the big slapper, you know. Not the big slapper, but he took a couple of shots where he looked fine. Not the but big I mean, he was one timer. Yeah, up closer. Mm-hmm. And Carey Price, my goodness. Carey Price was imagine, lights out, all world. Imagine when when we get back to the Bell Center and he's gonna have his scary mask on. Yeah. Like, I hope he has a scary mask on for the for But the scary mask, isn't that the wasn't he wearing that one when he got got concussed? Oh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he was wearing the brain exposed mask. Oh, well, that's what you get. Yeah, because I remember saying before the game, oh the brain's mask. And then he got injured and I was like, oh the brain's mask. The brain's mask. Yeah. I like that one. Not sure. I don't recall. But um, regardless, Habs have a series lead against the Maple Leafs. Uh, they need to win three more games, as we're all aware of. Next game is on Saturday night in the uh, Scotiabank Arena, and um, well, it's on. It's it's a the Leafs have to figure out how to beat the Habs. Apparently, imagine saying that a month ago. I was saying it on Tuesday. Um, well, yeah, I, I'm saying a month ago. <laughs> Today all day, it was like pessimism central on TSN 690. Oh, yeah. Everybody was talking about how it was just like just completely talking about a scenario in where where the Leafs are winning tonight and how the Habs are going to have to try to win at least game two and, you know, all that shit. But what's his name? McGuire? Pierre McGuire. Pierre. Always says you're not in trouble in the playoffs until you lose on home ice. Oh, God damn it, Pierre. And the worst person you know tonight, Toronto lost in Toronto. I'm, um, yeah, Beth nailed it. It's like the worst person I know just made a point that's salient. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Um, I mean, it is true. The um one of the things that I want to mention is that when the Habs played the Rangers, twenty sixteen was it? Twenty seventeen, I forget. It was Habs it was, played the Rangers in twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. It was uh, Shea Weber's first playoffs as a after, yeah playoffs as a Hab season okay. after. Yeah, I remember because I watched this game in a Chili's. Yeah, we lost. So, um, the thing about that particular series is that I thought the Habs had it in the bag against the Rangers because they killed the Rangers that season during the regular season. I think they went 4-0 and against the Rangers that season. And then come playoffs, you know, they lose the series 
by like one goal. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, we just got lungquisted, which is essentially what happened. Um, or we got hanked. But um <laughs> So the thing is, is that you know, I always always think about that aspect because again, reiterating the point, the playoffs are a different season, essentially. Sure. It's a yep. whole different thing. Especially now that the Habs had had time to practice, time to rest, thank God. And they have most most of their roster back since they don't have Rouen. Man, if Rouen was 100%, oh boy, that's a whole other level of playoff that we haven't really experienced yet. Yeah. Next year. So now going that into... one that we forgot to mention the other night, too, of a missing body. One of the missing bodies was also Dano, who oh, was yeah. great tonight. Oh, yeah, Dano was great. He might not have scored, but he was he did all the right things. Yep, he's gonna be um he's gonna be man to man Matthews the entire series. Wasn't that creepy when Ben Sherratt was ragdolling Matthews and that creepy evil villain smile? Oh it made me so like my best friend that I live with is a Leafs fan and she came home and she saw Austin Matthews on the TV and she asked, Do you guys want him? Like even no. she, and I was like, no, thank you. But even she doesn't, she detests Austin Matthews. She, she's like, I do not get good vibes from him. He's like, so skeevy. He's gross. Yeah, he's gross. Yeah, he has a worse hairline than I do. And uh, Joe Thornton <laughs> minus two on the evening. Nice. Who would have thought? But that's because they play the hell out of him. Oh, that's why I was looking for the ice time for everybody. He was there. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Twenty-two minutes for Weber. Twenty-three for Petrie. So Weber's still the second 22 most. Twenty-two minutes for Weber, or twenty-two fifty. We were managing his minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it looked like it. Granted, <laughs> it did he also looked like it because he looked really good. He also got power play time. He also got right. um, penalty kill time. So nine of those, almost ten of those minutes were special teams. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that. Oh um, my god! I still, Paul Byron's goal. That is that is all star. The mystique of the playoffs. All-star. That guy, was, that was incredible. Just the best. So yeah, it went uh, Weber. Uh, no, it went Petrie, Weber, Petrie? Uh, Edmondson, Sherratt, and then uh, Merrill and Kulak as the last guy on defense. The person with I have the no lead... complaints against Merrill tonight. No, none. Oh. Zero. He looked none. great. Every time I saw him, I was like, yeah. oh shit, John. I was paying attention. Oh. And I'm like, hey. He Why was in, do people talk shit about you? He was invisible. Well, it's because he was paired up with Romanov, and they were terrible together. Like, they was it was catastrophic, those, those two. I more Again, noticed Romanov, but yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, since uh, every time Romanov and uh, Merrill were the third pairing in the regular season, it was just, it was a catastrophe, it seemed. For like, for like a week or two, it was just bad, 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 bad. I have another theory about that, though. And, and a part of a, a, a theory about why Stahl didn't look really good at the end of the season when all of the, I think that Stahl was like, what do I do? I know my role here, but I need to, I'm, I, I mentally, I'm going to try to compensate for all of these missing bodies. Mm. I think that's maybe where he got a little bit lost because tonight he didn't look like somebody who's lost his way. Got practice time in with like a definite squad too. Exactly. Yeah. And plus playoffs as well, because he was like, he was just skating harder too you know he was actually it seemed like he was playing playing but um i'm trying to i'm just looking at other ice times uh nick suzuki 2040 uh top uh time for forwards followed by tyler toffoli at 2008 
Philip Deneau at 1935. Oh, Tyler Toffoli for a oh, goal. Yeah. <laughs> Arturi Lekkanen, 1607. I'm just going nice. down as I'm kind of doing the uh, everybody by order here of uh, ice time. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. Yep, Suzuki leading all the forwards. So, Saturday night, I don't think there's going to be any lineup changes. Nope. Unless Evans is hurt. Because he left the um, he left the game twice, I think. Yeah, when I, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. While I was listening to the broadcast. So, who KK. comes in? KK. That'd be KK. the obvious thing. I mean, yeah. maybe Caulfield. But I imagine... Well, I don't know. That's a good question. KK was really struggling. Caulfield, you don't know if he's struggling... You know, at the uh, at the end of things, because if you have Caulfield in, then you need to put him on the power play. You have to. They yeah. have to score on the power play. It's play. It's playoffs. Playoffs. It's playoffs. So consensus is that Caulfield is out for Armia is in for Caulfield. Make put it that way. And I think we need a big body. I think we need a big body. Yeah, Armia. I think they'll try to destroy Caulfield. Oh yeah, they they would they would go after him for sure. Yeah, and um, as great as Caulfield is, don't think he quite has his playoff legs yet. Since they don't exist at this level. <laughs> well, and Kotka was struggling the last month or so, maybe a little bit longer. But um, we saw what he did last season, last year during the playoffs, and he's also he's not afraid to get a little down no. when he has to either. Um, he's not going to do it for no reason. He's not, it's not going to be egregious, but he he'll dish it out. He'll dish out hits, punches. He'll, he'll stand up in a fight if he needs to. Um, yeah. He'll dish out hits too. Like, and he's, he, I, this is just some weird thing I'm throwing off the wall, but he has been one that has been, um, finding his center of gravity as he grows and changes over the last couple of seasons. And so the hits that he delivers could catch players more off guard because of how he's going and changing in the off season, because he's still only 20. Yes, this is his third season, third pro season, but he's still only 20. He's still growing and changing a lot. And so because his center of gravity is shifting the way that he impacts, like literally impacts other players, is shifting as well and that could be a difference maker if he has to be physical mm -hmm. yeah 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 another guy who i think benefits from having a full healthy roster not mm -hmm. trying to do too much so if oh you know what the thing is too say if um if evans is out and kk slides in that'll be the third line with byron and lekkanen that's fine by me they could have the finish line back. Slide Armia yeah. into the third line with KK and Lekkanen and put Byron on the second line with Suzuki and Toffoli. I wonder. I wonder if they'll do that. I think they like Armia with Suzuki, though, for the physical aspect. Yeah, that's interesting. That's why um, I don't make decisions for the Habs. And that's why yeah. I made a TikTok video about it. Yeah, it was... that's why like, I was just like... Everybody who has spent a week despairing, despairing over this lineup decision. Like, think of everything else that you could have been doing instead. <laughs> you, could have been, always, you could have been baking you could have a cake. Paella. 
ก็ไม่ไปไปเอ้ยเออ it's time consuming to make it but oh worth it mm. so I guess cakes off the menu uh, <laughs> you can have a cake you can while the paella is simmering you can make a cake if listen when did the NHL awards happen because I need like I need to know if I'm making this cake for Jeff Petrie uh, that's is a he really for the Norris yeah like if he wins the Norris I'm making a red velvet cheesecake cake is I'm he not... a nominee oh I don't know I just... oh yeah Probably. That's. I would guess. <laughs> I don't know if teams throw. It'll be Headman. Candidates into the hat there. I think that's all the writers' association all, all or whatever writers, it is. Yeah. 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 But I just I don't. I'm probably gonna end up making it anyway. But <laughs> if he wins it though, that'd be really cool. It would be cool. All right, we have a minute and a half. Final thoughts. Um, I'm quite. I, I'm I'm really pleased. I was like I said this morning. I'm not nervous at all. Um, you know, Saturdays at Saturdays a new day, but um, I don't think that the Leafs so much are, are listening to their own hype. But I mean, they should have they they should not be surprised by the Habs that we saw tonight. And like I said, these Habs. There's there's a difference between skill and all that stuff and a warrior mindset. I'm not afraid until we're down by three, and even then, you never know what can happen. Not nervous. I'm not nervous. Mm -hmm. I am. I am very pleased with what came out of the Habs tonight. But I swear to God, Alex Burrows, get that power play running. It's, it's, it's indefensible. There's no excuse for the power play not to be better than whatever happens at any point in the Habs season. It has to be better. Has to it be. Does. Has to be. It has Maybe to icing be. Icing on the cake. Five attempts. Goose egg. I'm not complaining about anything tonight. The Habs won. Scored shorthanded. Yeah. Yeah. It, but that's not a power play goal. That's a penalty kill goal. <laughs> and it doesn't power count. But okay, that's it. But yeah, that would be great. Listeners. That would be like series guaranteed. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be so awesome. So, but yeah, that's it. That's our little post game for game one. Habs take it two to one. Next game is on Saturday, seven o'clock at the Scotia Bank Arena in in Tirana. Oops, in Tirana. In Tirana. All right, and that's a uh, that's it. I actually don't know how to how to cut this. I may just uh, abruptly bye. end it. Bye. Oh yeah. Bye. bye. <laughs> See you Saturday. Go have and go. Go have go. End. <laughs> End. That's it.